Hi, I'm Clarice Larson, and you're listening to KTOO. The Alaska House passed a wide-ranging bipartisan education bill late Thursday night. The $246 million bill would permanently increase state education funding, boost internet speeds in some rural schools, and provide new support to charter schools. House Rules Committee Chair Representative Craig Johnson, an Anchorage Republican who shepherded the bill on behalf of House leadership, says it's a compromise. So with this, we are ensuring that schools can plan. Is it everything they want? No. I'll go back to my original statement. Very seldom do you get everything you want. This is one of those examples. The bill increases the base student allocation, the biggest piece of the state's education funding formula, by $680. That's the first substantial increase since 2016. The House Minority Leader, Independent Representative Calvin Schrage of Anchorage, says it falls far short of what's needed, but it's something. It provides schools necessary support. Does it make them whole? No. But does it provide essential support to help them keep going? Does it put some fuel in the tank? It absolutely does. The bill adds a new position in the Education Department dedicated to supporting charter schools and an appeal process for charter schools whose contracts are canceled. The bill would also boost state funding for correspondence students and provide support to young students with reading deficiencies. But it's an open question whether Governor Mike Dunleavy will sign the bill. The governor's press staff did not immediately return requests for comment. Before the package was unveiled on Thursday, the governor's communication director said in a prepared statement that the governor would not support a bill that, quote, fails to address educational outcomes. Federal education officials say Alaska owes millions in state funding to Juneau, Kenai, and North Slope schools. As KTOO's Katie Anastas reports, district leaders are waiting to find out what's next. The American Rescue Plan Act gave billions of dollars in emergency assistance to schools during the pandemic. But that money came with conditions. States were not allowed to disproportionately lower the amount of funding they gave to their highest-need districts. In December, the U.S. Department of Education sent a letter to the Alaska Department of Education and Early Development, or DEED. It says state funding fell short in the 2021-2022 school year by more than $5 million for the Kenai Peninsula Borough School District, $2.5 million for the Juneau School District, and $190,000 for the North Slope School District. The letter says Alaska could resolve the issue by making additional payments to those districts. Kenai Peninsula Borough School District Superintendent Clayton Holland hasn't heard anything from Deed about the letter. His district is facing a $13 million deficit for the next fiscal year. So we have been trying to figure out what this means for us as a district. Um, the amount on there shows over $5 million. That would be a, a huge thing for our district to receive as we're in these you know, challenging financial times. The Juno School District is also in challenging financial times, facing a $9.7 million deficit next year. Superintendent Frank Hauser says he hasn't heard from Deed either. Some people are probably going to be saying, you know, hey, that's potentially $2.5 million coming back to the district. And I, while I, I see that, I really would urge extreme caution at this early date about adding this amount to the revenue columns for the districts mentioned in here because we just need to hear from the state first and see the response of the U.S. Department of Education. Federal officials told Deed that they had 30 days to submit a plan describing whether, when, and how they'd make supplemental payments. 
On Thursday, a U.S. Department of Education spokesperson said they haven't gotten a formal response. Alaska Education Commissioner Dina Bishop did not respond to an interview request. With help from Riley Board in Kenai, I'm Katie Anastas in Juneau. The Juneau Assembly has offered grants to residents looking to build accessory dwelling units, often called mother-in-law apartments, since 2015. The goal is to promote housing construction in Juneau, especially for long-term rentals. They boosted funding for the grant program last summer. But have the bigger grants drawn more applicants? KTOO finds out. It's been six months since the Juneau Assembly approved 16 grants amounting to $13,500 for residents who want to build accessory dwelling units on their properties. Members hope the grants would incentivize people to construct more housing. But the city's housing and land use specialist, Joseph Myers, says only one person has applied since the size of the grant more than doubled. You know, we, we are advertising it and we're putting it out there. Um, I've had a couple of inquiries, so there's some interest. It might just be... Um, that there was, you know, there's not a, a ton of knowledge of the program. The previous version of the grant only offered $6,000. More than 44 residents have used the grant funding since it began in 2015. In August, the city boosted the program to adjust for inflation and the rise in construction costs. Meyer says the cost of building additions, like accessory dwelling units, can be spendy, upwards of $100,000 in some cases. He says the city grant won't cover the entire cost of adding a unit, but he says it's a start. The price of putting in an accessory dwelling unit um, has always been a little bit expensive. We really wanted to try to be able to cover more of the cost or to try to provide more for people to develop more units. Assemblymember Michelle Bonet-Hale supported increasing the grants back in August. Now, she says she's not sure why people aren't biting at the opportunity, but one reason could be the high cost of construction. It's just a drop in the bucket, right? I mean, it depends. Like, if you're just, like, converting a room, like, a, you know, converting something above a garage or something, that's one thing. But if you're actually building something, that's just a drop in the bucket. Hale says restrictions can dissuade people from building more housing. Accessory dwelling unit grant recipients can't use the units as a short-term rental for at least five years. According to the 2023 Economic Indicator Report from the Juno Economic Development Council, Renters in Juneau pay an average of about $1,400 per month. On the flip side, the average rate for a short-term rental in Juneau is about $5,600 per month. That's according to data from AirDNA, a company that tracks short-term rentals in cities around the world. The city has sent out press releases and social media posts about the program, but Hale says they'll need to do more to promote it if they want more people to apply. City leaders say there are 15 grants now available. More information is available on the city's website. In Juneau, I'm Clarice Larson. An Alaska House ethics panel dismissed a complaint against Representative David Eastman, a Wasilla Republican, on Wednesday. The complaint accused Eastman of improperly soliciting donations for a 2022 Canadian protest on what was alleged to be his state-funded Facebook page. According to the complaint, in early 2022, Eastman sought donations to a group protesting COVID-19 restrictions in Canada. He posted the appeal to a Facebook page titled Rep. David Eastman. State law prohibits legislators from using government resources to seek donations to political organizations. But investigators found no evidence that Eastman used legislative staff or other public resources to maintain the Rep. David Eastman page, according to an order dismissing the complaint. Investigators say Eastman used official resources to maintain another account called Office of Representative David Eastman. 
the subcommittee found that that page had not posted similar political fundraising appeals. The Anchorage School District reversed course Tuesday night, opting to keep the elementary art classes that were slated to be cut in order to balance the budget. The proposal would have lumped weekly art classes into a single course that included science, technology, engineering, and math. Superintendent Jared Bryant made the announcement at the beginning of the school board meeting. I am no longer recommending that the STEAM proposal be implemented next school year, and I recommend that art and health education continue as it currently does. The district faces nearly a $100 million budget deficit and plans to spend $70 million in savings to balance the budget. The district's chief financial officer, Andy Ratliff, said the 96 jobs will have to be cut under the current proposal. But the key takeaways are class sizes are going to increase, our services are going to be diminished, our user fees are going to go up. While art and health classes were removed from the chopping block, the district's program for gifted and talented students called Ignite would still be reduced from 20 teachers to just two. Dozens of people spoke out against the cuts to the Ignite, including Sam Dixon, a fourth grader at Bear Valley Elementary. Why do our leaders in Alaska want to take away the one class thousands of kids look forward to each week? Why are they not talking about expanding a program like Ignite to all students? The board had planned to vote on the budget last night, but opted to postpone the vote to a special meeting on February 27th. The weather in Juneau this afternoon has scattered rain and snow showers. It's partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight, snow showers are likely mainly after 3 a.m. It's going to be cloudy with a low of around 30. On Saturday, there's going to be some snow showers with a high near 34. There's going to be some light and variable wind coming from the northeast, and there's a chance of precipitation of about 80%. Saturday night, snow showers are likely again, mainly before midnight. It's going to be cloudy again with a low of around 27, with northeast winds coming at about 15 miles per hour. The chance of precipitation is about 70%. In Juneau, I'm Clarice Larson. Thank you so much for listening.